Coming up on Verse Chorus Verse, the last quick fire did not go so well. Has 2023 gotten better? <gasps> we will. Oh, <laughs> evil shit. flashes us in the affirmative. <laughs> That's next. <laughs> Welcome to episode 139 of Verse Chorus Verse. I am DL. Hope you're well. With me is Rachel Polio. Rachel, living the dream. You're married. You've honeymooned. You saw T-Swift. You saw Blackpink. You're just one woman's giant dream Facebook feed. How <laughs> are you doing one more to go. with life right now? I got Par- oh, are you going to uh, yeah. Evermore? Paramore. Paramore. In 10 days. And then I've got my whole wall done for the year. Are you going to Salt Lake yeah. to see them? Yeah, they're just in Salt Lake. And we're going to go mm. see Foo Fighters Do you think, that, do you think she'll be able to Fufaitas. do it? I heard that she's sick. Yeah, she's sick. So that's actually why I can go is because the show got pushed to a weekend day instead of a weekday. So oh. that works out good for me. Dave Grohl broke his leg and kept singing the same night, but whatever. <laughs> uh, evil. What the <laughs> I wonder which album will be his favorite tonight, Jimmy. It's Evil, mystery. how are how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really busy. We're heading to the Tetons very soon. Oh, so, I didn't know you're going to the Tetons. Yes. Hey, that's where we're, I live, ish. If you yeah, were to, that's true. If you were to know where I lived, let's take that out of there. <laughs> what you think? You think our listeners are going to just go to the Tetons? Go to They're going to let's start our search. <laughs> You never know. We're a quarter of a mess tonight. It is a weeknight. <laughs> and honestly, I thought Thursdays would be a good time, but I think Thursdays end up being that everything's a fucking mess before Friday. <laughs> so maybe. And you know, last time I thought it was bad too, because what was it? A Tuesday? We got to figure out a good weekday to do these. Last Thursday for me was good. This one, not so much, but I think because I'm so like compressed. Mm. Getting, well, you have to leave in like y- fucking yeah. 24 hours <laughs> right. or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I have, so I have this big work project due the week I get back. So I'm like trying to get it all ready. If I didn't have that, I'd probably be just fine. What is, I am fine. I am just, everything's fine. We're all You're fine. fine. Here. We are fine. Rachel's a teeny bit under the weather. Um, a little it's bit It's been too. a fairly. I've got like yeah. a. Are you? Like a, I woke up this morning, like, like I snored a whole bunch, but apparently I didn't. Like oh. the back of my throat sore. I, I don't know if it's I, smoke I get it. or. I get what you're saying. Everybody, what are we doing here? We're doing everybody's favorite episode. It's uh, I think it's version eight, maybe of Quick Fire. Version reviews. eight. Uh, volume volume eight. eight. Sorry. Thanks, stats. <laughs> Nobody would have figured that out. You're like the English major. That's like you know technically. <laughs> Just so you know. Just so you know you're uh, wrong, you dumb idiot. Does it really, Rachel has an answer. really bug you when people say across? Uh, no. Honestly, it's... I don't think I've ever noticed that. It's, it's more of a... It's not a fucking word. There is no word <laughs> no, it's not. that's across. It's not a word. Either with a T or an E-D. Uh, we're doing quick fire reviews. 10 albums. Hold on. I'm of, not done. Oh. It fucking bothers me when people say across <laughs> so badly. I can't fucking stand it. I'm okay. sorry. When did this? When did it happen? What was the context? People say it all the fucking time. I'm like, there is no T or ED at the end of that fucking word in any of its forms. It's a cross. Do you know when you say that, how you come across? <laughs> <laughs> Noted. 
<laughs> you should not have it. shared that. Uh, this week on, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> mm. Second quarter quick fire reviews. We've got 10 albums. We're going to spend six minutes on each one. Ooh. Rachel, so how long have you been studying? How hard was it to study... Uh, the last batch were pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. Was this one a little bit better for you? Yeah. I put the mix together on Spotify. I f- saw that it was 10 hours. So about 10 hours ago, I was just like, let's listen to these. Let's figure this out. That sounds like a Rachel thing to do. <laughs> Half of that is fucking gonna... smashing pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a thousand percent true. Jesus I Christ, just listened to the first couple of songs and I was like, I get this. <laughs> I kind of get the general idea. <laughs> Jokes on us because you're absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> I probably I probably listened to the first half of it, which I feel like is a good effort. Evil, how many times? Same question. How many? I don't know how to. How many times did you ejaculate during studying yeah. for these ten albums? Just during Unearth. Uh, I started in January, uh, so how many songs were there? I better on hydrate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right to actually, I'll go first because I'm boring. It's the most important part of the night. It's hot. I didn't have time. I was fucking tired when I got home. I'm just drinking some vino, and uh, You're so fancy. It's, ex- it's just wine. Uh, it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> It's pretty, but it's wine. And it's a white wine, which I don't usually partake in, but a ice cold white wine sounded really good tonight. I had a really light one sitting around just in case, you know, you you're, you should always have a white bottle during the summer, like in case somebody comes over. Cab Sauvignon, in case anybody wants to know. From a place. I like my wine like I like my women. Australian. That is true. Rachel, what are you drinking tonight? Slightly less boring than you, but still pretty boring. But not because look how pretty my cup is. This is from the wedding. That's a cool cup. I like yeah. it. Yeah. It looks like depression glass, which is fun. Um, it's just a Coke in Malibu. Malibu and Coke. Mm-hmm. Next time, easy, add a easy. little... A uh, little bit too much Malibu, but... Next time, add a little Grey Goose, and you can call it a Malibu Yow. Learned that from Kanye recently. Good old Kanye. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of good ideas. Evil, take us home. Be a man. What are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking the Dalmore 12 they, scotch. Definitely being a man. Just scotch out of the bottle. Have you ever seen the Scottish dude? Their spokesman, uh, something Patterson, Richard Patterson, maybe. He's always in a suit and he has like the tasting glasses. I don't think so. And he does this thing. He's like, you swirl it around, you get the nose and then you go in and you say, hello. And then you come out and then you go, <laughs> how are you? So that's, I'm drinking some of that. It's great. We got scotch. We got wine. We got a Malibu and Coke. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot to go over. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Yes. back hey 10 albums for those of you that haven't been listening forever you're fucking weird uh, but this is what we do we take 10 albums that came out this year i try to keep them to this quarter but sometimes they came out earlier i think i think a few of these came out earlier but they're new enough we take six minutes each as soon as the timer goes off that's it. We can't talk about it anymore. We will then give our favorite song on the album, and then each of us will rate it anywhere from two thumbs down to two thumbs up. Before we do that, we have a couple things that we start off with. We start off with guessing who each person's favorite album is going to be. I will go first. Evils is Unearth, and if he says anything else, then we absolutely know for a fact for the rest of our lives, he is cheating and he is a liar. Body snatchers. Mo- ah! 
the bed folds. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we call it yes. the friendship test because we know evil enough to know that it's on earth for rachel though this as we say often was really fucking hard so hard that i'm going with a curveball because i have a feeling she might have picked a curveball because she really likes winning things <laughs> i am going to say that rachel picked sleep token all right evil what about you i was gonna say that for her as well but i'm gonna pick something else now um you can do whatever you want you're your own man don't let him influence you. Uh, yeah, I'll say sleep token for Rachel and for you, Queens of the Stone Age. It's a good guess. Rachel, David, you are last. Evil, yours, yours did not change. I picked Unearth for you, which is right. Surprise. <laughs> maybe, maybe smart. David was a little bit harder. That's what she said. Dave Matthews Band is the easiest choice. You are just spoiling way too much right now. <laughs> Give a fucking answer. Queens. I'm going to say Queens as well. Queens of the Stone Age. Okay, now we do which album out of all of us is going to get the highest score? Highest score combined, most thumbs, evil to you, we will go. I should pick Sleep Token because we both picked her. I should put my fucking thumb on the scale and sway your guys' opinions (laughs) and say unearth. I have to. I have to. I'm wearing the fucking short. It's... Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to say on Earth. Evil says on Earth. Don't fucking disappoint me, people. <laughs> Don't disappoint evil, evil. I, picking which one will get the highest overall score, thought about this way too much today. Way too much math, which means I know I'm going to lose. Oh. But uh, I said extreme. Rachel, what did you pick for the highest score out of all of us We are all, all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm okay I said with that. sleep token. Sleep token that bodes well for our picks as that as her favorite i like it but now the fun one which band is going to get the lowest score Mm. rachel (sighs) right back to you i have an answer but i don't know if it's right that's kind of the thing that is kind of the thing i i wrote down smashing pumpkins smashing pumpkins my answer uh which i think will be obvious once we get to it uh lowest score overall is the national Interesting. Evil, we are left to you. Well, I'm saying the national then. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Son of a bitch. Can I change my answer? (laughs) You can not. So we'll see how right everybody was. For now, what we're going to do is we're going to set the clock to six minutes, and we're going to go to our first album of the night. It is 2023's The Wretched, The Ruins by Unearth. The ruinous. Thank Sorry. You. Oh. <laughs> okay. I will not take up too much time because I have a feeling there's one person that's going to want to talk about this. This is uh, Unearth's eighth studio album. Unearth, who I had never listened to, who Rachel, I am sure, had never listened to. This is the first experience with them for me, definitely. This album did great in Australia and Switzerland. And also just a little bit of studying. And if you don't know them, they've opened for every single famous heavy metal band that has ever existed. This is fucking insane music. (laughs) And it's fucking insane music in the sense that I would say on paper, I should probably not like it. I don't traditionally like this style. I don't traditionally like these vocals. But who's the lead singer, Evil? Trevor Phipps. If there's anyone that should be screaming every single note, 
it's this guy. This guy is doing it right. He's accentuating it with these cool, demented fucking... The very first song, which is The Wretched and the Ruinous, towards the end, they break into this thing where they're all doing this low vocal, no heroes thing. Mm. And it's so fucking badass it's so fucking badass it really is and they have multiple parts of, of this album like this there's a part in mother betrayal towards the beginning where there's this demented guitar mm -hmm. and they're singing these kind of augmented vocal parts they very rarely sing in this i will say that it still might be a little too heavy for me but it's fucking badass this uh this is my favorite album ever <laughs> Of like, all albums that have ever existed. I mean, it, it, it's my favorite Unearthed album. Uh, okay. It's Van Halen, Women and Children First, and Unearthed, The Wretched, The Ruinous. Those are my fucking two favorite albums. That's awesome. They're like my favorite metal band. They're a solid number. Like Van Halen's number one. Always will be just because reasons. Unearthed is number two. I didn't think that they would release an album that is my favorite album of theirs and also probably one of my all-time favorite albums this late into their career. But holy shit, they fucking did it. They knocked it out of the park. Eighth album, how long have they been together? Like 20-something years? Oh, yeah, they, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. God. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To your point about Trevor's vocals, he kind of caught flack early on for being kind of a boring vocalist. Hardcore style vocals over metal. He's like worked on his vocals he's worked with melissa cross who's i don't know if you're familiar with yeah. zen of scream yeah, yeah she, he works with her and he's changed his style and added some stuff to it and some like longtime fans don't like the change i think it's fucking great i think he's a phenomenal metal vocalist i appreciate he that is. he's put in the time and work to do that this album is like a mix of their last two albums, which were both kind of experimental in different veins. Rachel, you talk. I could, I could go on for I fucking love this album. No, no, no. You can keep. Yeah, go over. That's fine. So the, I don't have a ton. They came out with Watchers of Rule, the t-shirt I'm wearing is from that album in 2014. I fucking love it. And it was like chaos, super technical. They had just gotten a, a new drummer at that point, and he's super skilled. He's on this album as well. Then they recorded Extinctions, which was, that was their first album with Will Putney. <laughs> And this is not an unearthed dissection. <laughs> fuck, I'll shut up, man. I, I, th my point is this, the wretched, the ruinous is fucking great. And I love what they've done and they've, uh, yeah, fucking God damn it. I just want to talk about this album all, all episode. I'll shut up. It's awesome. Rachel, you've got 25 seconds. Go evil. I just feel like this should be, that could be your YouTube is just talking about this album. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> So this is a little too hard for me going into metal. Um, this is fucking I'm hard. I'm assuming there's there is nothing harder than this at all that exists. Is that correct? <laughs> I mean, there's deathcore. Like, I mean, that Opeth that we listen to is pretty fucking. Yeah. Like his growls yeah. are. That's the biggest thing I noticed is is the juxtaposition of that Opeth growl. To me, and mm -hmm. sorry, I'm going to lose metal fans, but it's goofy. It's silly to me. You this, think it's so funny. Those are Cookie, those are cookie Monster vocals. <laughs> they are. Yeah. And this is fucking real shit. Yeah. Sorry, Rachel. Like I said, I don't have, because my metal knowledge doesn't go this hard, I don't really have a lot to compare it to, and especially because this is the only On Earth album that I've heard, I have nothing to compare it to. A for effort, but... <laughs> 
it, uh, it's I, I very a lot. much understand what you're saying yeah. because it's it, yeah. like I said on paper this is way too heavy for me yeah yeah there's just so much in this that I really fucking like and and even more importantly respect I think the best song is the first song the wretched and the mm, ruinous that fucking, fucking no heroes thing has been in my head for a couple weeks now eradicator is probably the best song Ooh. but my favorite is the wretched and wretched and the ruinous I give it two thumbs up this is probably the heaviest album i've ever liked wow evil what about you uh, i fuck i could pick <laughs> any of them as the my favorite but i'm gonna One go, thumb up. i'm gonna go with uh Eniara and it goes into into the abyss which is fucking sweet spot buzz the guitar player who wrote this album has the same thing going on that that jesper did for in flames back in the day he's got like some weird fucking wizardry over melody that some eddie can pair with the heaviness i don't know what it is but fucking a that intro to that song is just it makes me want to ride into battle with the fucking firelands and <laughs> he shreds oh god all of them all thumbs up every single thumb that i have rachel um, how many thumbs and uh i don't want you to fucking just be kissing evil's ass i want you to be honest with yourself evil how many thumbs i also picked into the abyss because we're best friends i didn't put both of my thumbs up though i just picked one uh, but I feel like that's fair mm-hmm. for somebody who's not like falls a, deep into honor. Hard sell for yeah, but good effort. I think it was good. Good job, fucking unearth. This definitely blew me away. Let's go to album number two, "Walk Around the Moon" by Dave Matthews Band. Rachel's friend Evil, start us <laughs> off on that. Uh, I liked Dave Matthews Band back in the day quite a bit. But obviously, my tastes have gotten quite a bit heavier um, from just a little Interesting. bit. Interesting. From, you know, Ants Marching and Crash Days of Dave Matthews Band. So uh, I hadn't listened to a full Dave Matthews album maybe in 20 years yeah. that I hadn't heard before. He's always impressed me with his guitar playing. I've seen him interview just noodling around. I'm like, he's fucking, he's a tremendous guitar player. He's a technical fucking mastermind. Very, yeah. very. The first six songs of this album had me extremely worried. And then... <laughs> fucking finally kicked into gear with after everything and the second half was great uh i was a little snoozy snorry in the beginning but it kicked into gear and it pulled me back and i i enjoyed it listening to this group of albums i i realized that there are bands music musicians need to have at least one but preferably two or three of these three qualities for me to like them their songs need to be either have joy or triumph those okay. are two sides of the same coin. So they yes. have to have, check that box. Or momentum is the second one. It's music that one, wants to make you move. Okay. Good dance music. On Earth does that to me. It makes me want to fucking get in the pit and be an idiot. <laughs> Swagger <laughs> is the third one. Ah. If you can check one of those boxes, you got my interest. If you can check two, I'll like it. If you can check all three, then I'm fucking sold. And it was song seven is where they started checking boxes for me. The first... First six songs, no fucking check marks, but they finally, finally got me. And we call uh, that the Stanton Triangle. Um, <laughs> that's dirty. <laughs> Rachel, Walk Around the Moon by Dave Matthews Band. Yikes. Miss Beats Per Minute. How much did you hate this? Uh, it was good. I am not a huge Dave Matthews fan. Not a shocker. Argue with me if I'm wrong, because you are a big Dave Matthews fan. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they changed their sound very much 
And so I hear a lot of the same song over and over again. I kind of had that problem with a couple of the albums on this list. I, I couldn't too. understand when the song had changed. And so if I was doing something else and trying to take notes, I would be a couple songs down from where I started and not realize that time had passed. Yes. Madman's Eyes had a little bit of a Mideastern feel to it. There was a sitar yep. in there, which I was a big fan of, and everybody loves a saxophone solo. But uh, it wasn't enough for me to feel like this was very different and a very, very good effort. It was a fine effort. So 10th studio album by Dave Matthews Band. A lot of this, this was a COVID album. A lot of this stuff was in sessions of them separately in different studios and their houses and things like that. And to me, when that happens, they are the fucking jam band. So when they're not in the studio together... I just don't think it's going to be cohesive. And I think right. that's what happened here. That's having that background. That, that makes explains a lot. A lot. <laughs> this yeah. is my least favorite Dave Matthews band album ever. I think Yeah. this would be me telling evil. There are other Dave Matthews band albums that are more recent that are, you would fucking love mm-hmm. grew Grux King. The one that they made right after Leroy Moore died is so fucking amazing and it's right in the middle of the pocket of the evil triangle so check that one out <laughs> i just feel like this is pieced together and it also mm-hmm. has what always gets me in the quick fires it has shot out of a cannon syndrome for me because i loved the first song yeah i loved it so mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. the brass blast what carter beaufort is doing carter beaufort who's my favorite drummer of all time, who's brilliant. But that's the thing is there are like five songs on this album. They don't even use them. You have the greatest drummer to me of all time. Fucking use him for Mm. Christ's sake. There's like a song or two that Dave did all by himself. And when you have such a good band. You said greatest drummer of all time. And I was like, has he heard of Lars or? (laughs) I was just surprised that you said that he was your favorite. I still love a lot of aspects of this. There are uh, certain things it does incredibly well because it's a fucking, they are all incredibly talented musicians that have been playing together for fucking 35 years. And I love Dave Matthews. I always will. But yeah, this was not my favorite of theirs. Evil, best song and thumbs. Uh, the only thing, and not even close for me, that was by far the best song. It it's eked a out a, a thumbs up from me, Ooh. kind of begrudgingly, because I don't like a lot of it. It, it feels very slapdash, kind of thrown together. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now knowing that how it was recorded and stuff, that makes makes a lot more sense to me. But there's more good than bad, and it was entertaining. Especially the, the second half of the album had more it was more dynamic and and kind of pulled definitely so rachel what about you i picked mad men's eyes for my favorite like i said before i appreciated the new instruments in there go listen to minarets by dave matthews that they came out with in like 91 oh is it cool it's essentially it's kind of the same fucking same song Just recycle but every good. 22 years. No, they do the Middle Eastern thing very well. Yeah. Also, the theme of that one was a little, it was pretty dark. There was a couple of the, uh, and not, not we aren't going to say what we care about and don't care about, but there were a few, there were a few gun songs Yeah. out of these 10, I'll say. The way that he sounds singing about it, I think, is what, like, how can you sound so happy? I appreciated that song, and uh, I gave it half of one thumb because 
I, I know that they tried, knuckle. but I couldn't, I couldn't get it all the way up. <laughs> one knuckle up. That's what she That's said. That's what she said. Yeah. So I often say there are musicians that are really good at talking about a subject without being preachy. Yeah. I don't think Dave Matthews is one of them. And I think the thing about Dave is, is that he's, he's had a pretty weird fucking life. He came from South Africa. He witnessed apartheid firsthand. I gave it one thumb. Walk Around the Moon is my favorite song. It's kind of just like evil. It's half of a good album for me. And I do think that this is my least favorite Dave Matthews album, which, hey, 10 albums, that's okay. That is Dave to the Matthews. Let's go to our third album. We've got the... Ben Folds, What Matters Most. Rachel, kick us off. Ben Folds, What Matters Most. This is Ben Folds' fifth studio album, which is confusing because there's a lot of solo stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Ben Folds with Ben Folds 5. Mm -hmm. This did fine. Chart-wise, yeah, it, is. it didn't do well here. <laughs> it's been in the, in the states. Uh, did decently in in the UK. Uh, not great, because it is not great. It's fine. It's Ben Folds. It's every Ben Folds <laughs> album that's ever come out before. If you've heard a Ben Folds album, you've heard this one. Don't waste your time. So she gives some stats and ducks David. out. <laughs> I actually completely agree with that. I think if you are looking for prime Ben Folds, just go listen to rock in the suburbs. It's a fucking amazing album and you don't have to ever listen to anything else that Ben Folds did. <laughs> Cause you've ever heard That's it really, already. You've heard it already. And honestly, rock in the suburbs is he kind of fucked himself cause he went solo after Ben Folds five, which I don't think was very good. He did rock in the suburbs, which to me is an amazing fucking album. And there was just, there was nowhere to go from there, especially when you are this guy. He's just very Ben Folds. This album's incredibly musically. It's very well written. And Ben Folds has that kind of half silly, I'm just the suburban white guy, kind of the cheesy Winslow Gardens, like the beginning piano was very cheers right to me it's like the cheers theme song but then it rides into songs like christine from the seventh grade Ugh. it just he sounds like such a fucking douchebag to hang out with or so, like you know what i mean yeah so christine from the seventh grade is basically a song it's about face talking about that crazy girl on facebook that's like this crazy mom anti-everything, screams in all caps, is trying to sell you plexus, all that stuff. His voice, his tone, the way he sings comes out in such a, a mocking way that you can't- I'm so much better than all of you. Cannot take this seriously at all. Yep. Evil, how much did you love this? OMG. Well, you know, I'm a huge fan of chamber pop. <laughs> which is what this is apparently chamber this, pop is that like chamber, a vocal thing chamber pop is the one of the genres Genre. listed as being i don't fucking like musical theater this sounds like the soundtrack to a fucking modern woke ass muppets musical oh. that nobody wants to see <laughs> this and i just I, I don't oh I, really, I mean there are people that want to see it. Yeah. Are they people? They ain't listening to Unearth. I tell you that much. Um, <laughs> this didn't check very many of the boxes. Did it check uh, any of the boxes? Yeah, a couple of the songs were. I it's really good tried musically. To like, this. like this guy can oh, write, man. Thousand percent. Yes. He and it's uh, it's nice to hear songs written and based on piano too. It's just nice. The piano was great. The strings were great musically. Yeah. This was his backup great. vocals. Fabulous. Did you have anything else you wanted to shit right. on you? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's interesting. It, this fucking group of albums is interesting. It is. Like, it's it, a cohort of albums that we're listening really to. It really is. Jesus fucking Christ. I think there is actually a ton of good in this album. I really like his chord choices. And there are songs that even though I don't love them, there's like Clouds of Ellipsis and Fragile. I don't love those songs, but they're fucking beautiful. Oh, sure. He really knows what he's doing there. But we talked about the Christine from the seventh grade. We didn't talk about Exhausting Lover, which is just some (laughs) fruity, I'm a white guy singing about fucking a groupie. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is that song? <laughs> what is that? What is he doing? Like, that's what not, are you gonna gain from that song, Ben? It's not witty. It. Who is not? Who is not gonna fucking hate you for that song? Mm-hmm. There is no genre. There is no demographic that's that's gonna be like that's fucking cool, bro. Other musicians that are song, fucking man. groupies, maybe. I don't think. <laughs> no. Like, look. This is how you do it, you idiot. Rachel, uh, thumbs and song. My least worst song I said was Fragile. And thumbs, I gave it one full thumb because if you take out him, then it's a really good album. Like him singing. (laughs) No, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. I so that's why I'm actually gonna give it one and a half thumbs. This is what I wrote, and I'm I'm sticking by this. It's not huge. I don't think I'd recommend it to anyone, but there's something about it I think is good. That's what I put. That's what yeah. she said. <laughs> Evil, bring us home. I actually am giving it a thumbs up because it is Yay. deftly crafted. Well, yeah. Well put. And I'm actually picking Exhausting Lover because it's so fucking stupid on this album <laughs> that it made, me la- it made me laugh. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's what are you doing? And I'm like, there is no there better go. sentiment. Yep. <laughs> what are you doing has never been more appropriate than with that song. Let's go to something maybe a little bit cooler. In Times New Roman by Queens of the Stone Age. I am still trying to figure this one out. Song number one, obscenery, fucking ten out of ten. But that was I. That song started, and I was like, "This is gonna be a fucking. This is gonna be a twelve out of ten. This is gonna be the coolest album I've heard in fucking ten years." It's Queens of the Stone Age, mm. man. They've got insane hooks. They've got fucking cool music. I can fucking ride down the street, walk down the street to this music. There's a lot of old school. Queens of the Stone Age on this, Paper Machete, What the People Says, saying that out loud just makes me... (laughs) Emotional Sickness has that super... It's very, very Queens of the Stone Age. And then all of a sudden they break into the 70s almost... It's like a cream chorus. But there are songs on this that I don't think hit. I'm not a fan of Made to Parade. It's kind of whiny and boring and goes nowhere. Carnivoyer has amazing guitar work, but it still it leaves me wanting something else. I know what you want in that song. What do you want? What is it? Mark Lanigan. This album is missing Mark Lanigan. Oh my God. You you just light bulb the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I had similar sentiment. I'm like, this is a good, not great album. I like so much of it. What is missing from the formula and from this album? Because I like it more than a couple of their more recent albums. And I'm like, oh, it fucking that's so hit it. me i'm like there is never going to be because when yep. queens is doing that calm eerie yes. thing if it's not mark lanigan it's not gonna work yep. fucking that is so true 
I will say that background music wise, this is amazing mm-hmm. for me. This mm-hmm. is brilliant to like work to music for me. And I also found out, I guess Josh Homme was going through a lot of shit yes. when he was writing this album, alcohol, drug stuff, cancer. Yeah. And then, uh, kicking a journalist stuff, uh, kicking a photographer type stuff. Not, not to mention like custody battles and all of that as well. Very typical rock star yeah. things. Evil, what did you think about this? I'm a big fan of Queens of the Stone Age, like, and in a very subtle way. I would never say they're my favorite band, but I don't think they've done anything that I dislike. And Agreed. To your point, they're like the perfect background music for me. I can just have them playing in the background 24-7 and be happy. It's If I want to discover new music or just set like a playlist, I'll do Queens of the Stone Age radio and it pulls. That's how I found Royal yeah. Blood. That's how I found Cleopatra. That's how I found so many amazing bands. That's how I found like Death from Above yeah. 1979. That's how I found so many bands over the years is from Queens of the Stone Age. It has that one X factor missing. If Lanigan was on this album, this might be my one of maybe my favorite queens of the stone age albums one of the problems is i had a massive queens of the stone age phase this year Mm. i listened to them so fucking much that i'm wondering if this was being like well this is nothing close to rated r or uh rachel what about you so i am not super familiar with queens of the stone age we're actually going to see them in September, so I feel very bad for oh, not having... Oh, fuck you. Okay, we get it. <laughs> God damn. I'm actually seeing them too, so... Are you? Yeah. Not as familiar as I'd like to be because they're Trevor's, like, one of his absolute favorite bands in the entire world ever. Smart man. So I really didn't have too much to compare it to. He actually doesn't play a lot of music around me. I liked it. I wish I could have listened to it. A handful of more times, though, because it was one that kind of blended in and didn't stick out a lot in my mind. When did you start studying for this? Like a week ago. Your boss I, would be disappointed in you. <laughs> he doesn't have to know. It's fine. It did give me a little System of the Down vibes, which I was very into. I do love what? No, I'm just trying to piece that together. I'm not that very... That intro, the uh, obscenary. And so in that way, it kind of gave me a little nostalgia for System. So it made me automatically like it, even though I don't, (laughs) I think I need more time with it to really judge it. But it was not intrusive. I liked it a lot. It was good background music for me. There were a few favorite songs for me. That's the thing. Is it still Queens of the Stone Age? There are songs on it that I think are fucking awesome. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I am going once again, track one, obscenery. That that song fucking rocks, dude. Yep. I'm still going to give it two thumbs. I haven't figured it out yet. Bottom line is, is I kept having to tell myself, and this speaks to what Rachel said earlier. When I first was judging these albums, I realized that I'm way too hard on bands for sounding like themselves more frequently. Oh, this fucking band. They This is the same style of music they were doing three albums ago. Yeah, it's the same fucking yeah. band. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to chill out on that a little bit more. And uh, this is why I, I'm going to give this two thumbs. Evil, what about you? Two thumbs up, for sure. Ah. It's not rated R songs for the deaf, but it's pretty fucking close. One or two tracks with Mark, and I think it would have been there. It would have been oh. there. Oh, my God. Uh you're so right. I, I, you're you're so right about obscenery. It's a great, great track. I think emotion so sickness good. for me is also great. I think it's just because I've heard it more. I think that was a lead single. They are the coolest rock band out there. 
just yes. pure cool. Like everything he touches is gold. There are certain musicians that whatever they do is just fucking quality. And Josh is one of them. He's Rachel. David, obscenery. I picked that for, I need a lot more alcohol yeah. for this. That was my favorite. Love that. And then that guitar tone. Thumb, uh, I gave it a one thumb. Uh, good job, Queens. Fucking evil is so dead on with that. Miss you, Mark Lanigan, man. Album number five. I don't even know what the fuck. Is it A-T-U-M? Is it Adam? It's Autumn. By Smashing Pumpkins. Start us off. Billy, Billy. Billy. <laughs> oh, Billy. Oh, Billy. Shouldn't this album get 24 minutes? Because it's actually <laughs> three albums. So many albums. I didn't realize this until deep into listening to this fucking behemoth. behemoth. Yeah. I mean, Act 1 was released November 15th of last year. Act 2 Oops. was released January 31st of this year. And then Act 3, May 5th of this year. And then the box set came out which had 10 additional songs added to it. So it's really fucking four albums worth of music. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's like almost two and a half hours long. There is some cool shit in there. I love Smashing Pumpkins. Cherub Rock is one of the greatest fucking rock songs ever written. <laughs> so that's what he's capable of. There's flashes of that in this two hour plus. But I mean, what the fuck is going on in this album? There is so much. It's like a goddamn circus. There's heavy stuff. There's like weird synth wave all over the place. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a concept album that's a sequel to both Melancholy and The Machines of God. <laughs> Billy's got to fucking chill, man. It's just there's so much going on. Fucking hooray. That track. <laughs> oh, what the fuck is that? Weird synth disc. It's like eight bit synth Polka, disco. Yeah. It's disco. <laughs> It's insane. What is the what fuck, it is. man? Ugh. So I think that there is a lot of good stuff on here. Mm-hmm. I do think it very much complements those earlier albums that this was kind of supposed to be playing off of and like an evolution of those. Mm-hmm. It sounded a lot like those, but it also added in growth and evolution, which I really appreciated. Now, wow. that being said, it was really fucking long and it was because it was multiple albums put into one and we were handed two and a half hours to listen to had we gotten you know the first album the first 11 songs and listened to it i think having it be more digestible we would appreciate it a little bit more but having it be this behemoth to listen to i think we're going to be a lot more judgmental because i think there's a lot of really good stuff in here but I also think listening to a two and a half hour rock opera is maybe not as yeah. fun as it sounds. Yeah, this really started to lose me at about track 37. <laughs> not 37 <laughs> songs. <laughs> that surprises me. I thought Rachel would fucking hate this I album love Smashing so much. Pumpkins. Corgan just, I don't know. He just fucking sat in a basement for five years and, and listened to the scores for fucking Blade Runner and Clockwork Orange because that's basically what this is. Yeah, it's a rock opera about fucking Osira and June and Shiny. If you want to learn about all that, this gave me fucking PTSD on Coheed and Cambria evil. (laughs) 
this is like trying to do four Coheed and Cambria yeah. albums. It, it's it's fucking insane. But I will say, right when I put this on, I was like, this is pretty good, mm-hmm. and it kind of grew on me. Even uh, I I agree. I tried as hard as I could to. What I didn't want to do was be a, this album's too long, fuck this shit. I didn't want to be like that. So I would just say that I think there are a lot of really great songs on this. I think I could equally come up with an equal list of silly nonsense, like you were talking about fucking Hooray and (laughs) Sojourner and Harmageddon. There are weird, silly, stupid things on this album. For being a two and a half hour album, I kind of fucking dug it. Uh, but I will say for spoilers for anybody that didn't know this is a fucking rock opera and wants to listen to it and learn the story. Uh, the story is don't fucking do it. Fuck this story. The story is fucking <laughs> terrible. Evil favorite song thumbs. I'm giving zero thumbs. I'm like, I'm going to be neutral on it because it needs editing. Favorite song beyond the veil. It just had it, the guitar. Mm, great song very queen kind of sounding yep. guitar solo on there. It, it that's, was like old school. That's pumpkins. in my great tracks list. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so that good. was my favorite. There's, but there's other, there's really good stuff all over this. Rachel. I gave this, I feel like this deserves a lot. It, this was a really good effort. I, I gave it a, a one, one and a half of my thumbs. Hmm. I, I could go with beyond the veil as well. You do this thing where you act like you haven't had this. <laughs> There are 33 songs. Here's the thing. There's 33 songs to choose from on this album. I think the best song is Neophyte. And I'm giving, I wasn't going to give it two thumbs. I'm giving it 1.5. That's fair. I'll tell you what Evil said that I think is very, very right. Smashing Pumpkins have written some of the most brilliant fucking songs. They really have. And that's the thing is love an album or okay, a Smashing Pumpkins album. There's always going to be that song that's just like, holy fuck. Mm -hmm. There isn't anything like that on this album. There is no fucking bullet with butterfly wings on this album. That is our first six albums. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Everybody, we're back. Do you guys want to talk about five more albums? Oh, Might please. as well. Bam. Let's talk <laughs> about X, Drive-By Truckers, Jason Isbell, and his album, Weather Veins. Saw a picture of you laughing with your child. And I hope she will remember how you smile. Rachel. What do you got? What do you think? How much are you going to compare this to Pressure Machine? You know what? <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit towards the end of my paragraph here. Uh, Jason Isbell and the 400 unit, unit Weather Veins. This is his ninth. How that Malibu do? Here's the thing. This is their, his, their. Uh, the tracks were written while he was starring in Martin Scorsese's film, Killers of the Flower Moon. Did you guys know that Jason is also an actor as well as the. I am very excited to see that, yeah, actually. Yeah, love this guy. Uh, he also. Jason played at the Grand Old Opry with Chris Tompkins when he was 16 years old. Yeah, he's... I didn't know a lot about him. He's kind of the antithesis of the current Nashville rock. It's like Jack White's the rock and Jason Isbell's the country. 
Basically. Uh, he also has half of an EGOT with four Grammys and one Daytime Emmy Award. Oh, I didn't know or care about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> if I were to make a complaint about this album, this is one of the albums that the songs do kind of run into each other a little bit. Also, it is the nicer, sweetened version of Pressure Machine by The Killers. Just take the meth out of uh, wherever that was, Mm. and then you've got this album. I was most intrigued to hear the opinions of you two on this, because I could honestly hear you two going either way on this. Right. Because just in my opinion, I was not expecting to give two shits about this album. But why? Because it's it's stereotypical Nashville rock, and not in a cool way. Not in a Jack White way. And then the first song starts with the the woman with the death wish. And then he gets into song two, King of Oklahoma. And then it gets to Strawberry Woman. And I don't know if it was that the production just fucking blew me away. Because the musicianship and the production on this album is... As I've gotten older, I've, I've gotten a much larger appreciation for the Mm -hmm. Nashville style of rock, Mm. the making sure every guitar string and violin and cymbal hit is heard really well. And this album is so fucking good at that. It's unbelievable. This is what, what's the lead singer of the killer's name? Brandon Flowers. Brandon Flowers. (laughs) Pressure Chief is Kate. <laughs> the, lead, the lead singer. To I was the like, did I hear that right? I've been drinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> did you say Chief? That was great. Uh, this is what Brandon Flowers decided that he just wanted to be for a year. This is the real version of that. This is like Ray LaMontagne if he was more original or John Prine if he took himself too seriously. <laughs> I hear a ton of R.E.M., a ton of Springsteen, a ton of Bonnie Raitt, and that's never a bad thing. Yeah. Evil, uh, what do you think about this album? That's always a bad thing for me. Well, let's not start talking shit about Bonnie Raitt. I mean, come on. <laughs> you could talk shit about the other two. I think Evil hated this. Here's the thing. It's oh. it's like emo country rock. Oh. Hung up on. <laughs> Hung up on. I don't like country music. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Obviously. I'll walk that back. I I fuck it. I love Sturgill. I like old outlaw country. This kind of reminded me of Sturgill. It has elements of Sturgill. It has fucking the check boxes, zero fucking swagger, zero okay. fucking momentum, <laughs> and zero, zero joy or momentum? triumph. Zero. This shit does not make you want to move. Zero. I, I understand that. I, it's I do incredibly well crafted. He's a great guitar player and a tremendous songwriter. I don't want to feel these feelings. I don't listen to music to feel fucking terrible about life, which is what this makes. It's it's pressure machine light. It's fucking bad for your soul. It'll give you cancer. Don't listen to this album. I think it's 10 times better than Pressure Machine, personally. Rachel, thumbs and best song. I think we should make a Stanton Triangle t-shirt. Just throwing that out there. (laughs) I'm down with that. Okay, thumbs. All of them. If I had more thumbs, I would put them up. So you loved this. I loved this. This was great. As far as songs, it's between 
Cast Iron Skillet, I just felt like had a lot of really good lyrics. And I also loved King of Oklahoma. Best song to me is King of Oklahoma. I think that song's incredible. Yeah, sorry, Evil. I gave this two thumbs way up. Yay! I fucking loved this album. And it's not, like I said, this is not the style of album that I would like. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. Evil, balance us out here. This is going to surprise you guys. I'm giving it a thumb up. What? It's not terrible like that Killers album is. (laughs) Uh, I grew up on a fucking ranch. This kind of music is kind of in my blood, even if I don't like it. And it grew on me. And the musicality of it specifically is what I like. First listen, I was like, hell to the no. This is garbage. I hate it. Emo country. But then you listen to it more and it burrows its way into your being. There's pieces of it that I have like, you know, I gotta give it at least a thumb up. When We Were Close is the song I picked because it's got, it's the most rockin' song. Yeah. That's great. That is great. That's great a really good song. riff. That is Jason Isbell's Weather Veins. Let's go to album number seven. The first two pages of Frankenstein by The National. So Phoebe Bridgers, she's just in every fucking album that will ever come out from now on, right? She's busy. Busy lady. This, this album is very The National. I was a huge fan of The National's first album. Everything they've come out with since is, it's very similar. I don't even mean that as an insult. I like a lot of the stuff they come out with. They are a little bit of a one-trick pony, a little bit sad, which is why I picked this as the least favorite of Rachel and Evil. (laughs) This was one of the harder ones for me to figure out. This is so different than like what I want to listen to right now. There is no specific song on this that really grabs me. But the thing is, there's nothing on this I don't like. There are little things in their songs. There's these little these little snap pop weird percussiony things in New Order t-shirt. They add this bass like a minute in on the song Alien. His like lazy croaky bass singing in Grease Your Hair. The piano in Your Mind Is Not Your Friend. I could keep just naming off things in this album that I think are great. This is so unbelievably serene in a way that I sometimes hate, but I I kind of think I might love this album. It's like if The National was produced by Beach House. This is what you'd get. Anybody that says that this is the most boring fucking album they've ever heard, I would say you are absolutely right. Totally get it. (laughs) (laughs) As Evil raises his hand. (laughs) Evil, you loved it and we're not bored. (laughs) Silence. I think your mic's on mute. (laughs) Sorry, oh, no, I'm just drinking some scotch so I can get through this fucking painful <laughs> segment. I don't find anything in this music for me. They're talented, well-crafted. We've said this about other stuff. My patience is worn out by the other stuff to this point that this, I'm just like, I can't even. I don't, I, I have to like pick and Fair. choose, you know, and so, with Jason Isbell, there's some stuff that I could find that I could relate to. This, I relate to nothing. And I just like, I can't, this, uh, no. Okay, so I had no experience with the National before, so this is comparing it to itself. It starts off once upon a poolside, Sufjan Stevens. He did some of the music for Call Me By Your Name, 
He was nominated for an Oscar. People for that. that listen to this podcast are music nerds. They're probably yeah. huge Steven fans. The album starts out amazing. I do think what the fuck is this going is the most boring with... album of the okay. bunch. Okay. This was the most. Oh, the song changed? I didn't notice. Out of the bunch. You have features on to compliment you. In these cases, I feel like every single feature outshone the national in that way i wasn't a huge fan of it hmm. but i really liked this album too even though what it was boring i'm all over the place you got married and you changed man <laughs> no i didn't you fu- bro this is you- me man just because what i normally listen to is like pop banger after pop banger doesn't mean that i don't <laughs> appreciate other music David. Evil, best song, and all the thumbs, I'm guessing. Ugh, best. Best. Do you need to borrow some thumbs? You know the movie Into the Wild about, uh, what's his name? Careful. such a sad movie. Why are we talking about this? Alexander McCandless. Chris. Christopher (laughs) McCandless. Right. Or sorry, Alexander Supertramp. Yes. Christopher McCandless. And, And how, like... For many people, that is this very poignant story about this. Oh, God. I, yep. and, and yet, some of us just see someone who walked into the woods and fucking died. That's what I see in this album. Jimmy. <laughs> no, I complete Look, that's very fair. Ugh. I hate you for it, but it's incredibly fair. It really is. It's very fair. That's a really good analogy, uh, even though it's really fucking dark. Grease Your Hair it was the That's a good closest song. attempt to a rockin' song. <laughs> and I did like the, the vocals on it. When you said like the gravelly vocals, that's that's the piece that I'm like, eh, I kind of like this a little bit. You didn't do thumbs. Uh, uh, one down. Wow. We are very nice on this episode. I don't very know what nice. the hell that was is nice. going that on. Was it's, I didn't hate this album. It's just. No, but that was such a, that would have been a massive two okay. thumbs down. This, this isn't Drake. That's Good fair. point. Into the Wild is one of my favorite novels of all time. <laughs> so we might never get past what just happened. But uh, I honestly, I've heard that take before and I, I get it. This was a slow, low, depressing album. Right. But here's the thing. Have you met me? You're slow and depressing. I really, I, I fucking dug it, man. I think Ice Machines is my favorite. I think this whole album's beautiful. I could have kept listening to this album. I gave it two thumbs up. Rachel, what about you? I said Once Upon a Poolside. As far as thumbs, one and a half thumbs. It was great. You just fucked my whole thing up, but uh, <laughs> I'm How glad, did I I'm fuck glad your you thing up? It, I guess. I think I picked that for both of your least favorites. Oh, least favorites? favorites? Um, no. Well, let's go to... <sighs> One that we have not, nothing has been mentioned on this one yet. Let's go to number eight. Life is but a dream by Avenged, e, by Avenged, Acrost. by Acrost, <laughs> Acrost, <laughs> by Why? Avenged Sevenfold. It was released June second of this year eighth studio album by avenge sevenfold i'm a fan of early avenge sevenfold waking the fallen honestly was my gateway drug to unearth post the rev passing away i I haven't been my favorite i'm not i'm not like a giant fan of theirs uh this album i don't know what the fuck to do with it it is the (laughs) weirdest shit i think i've of this group uh, and that's saying something. I, I I seriously I I don't know if it's brilliant or a fucking mess. I can't tell. Were they genius in like doing this weird progressive, or is it just pure fuckery? 
I'm leaning towards the fuckery. <laughs> oh. I, I appreciate the effort, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the effort, maybe. That's put that on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> big gulps, right? I mean, well, see you yeah, later. Big gulps, yeah. huh, guys. <laughs> I have no experience with Avenged Sevenfold. I'd heard the name before, but I hadn't listened to any of them. Again, this is another one where I'm judging it off of itself. I really liked the orchestral pieces that were involved. I appreciated the drumming in it. Kind of all over the place. It, I, I never really got a groove with this one. We Love You has kind of a punk rock feel with it, with the drums. The speed, the slow, about, I think it was like three minutes in, had this like slow speed up. <laughs> I'm getting drunker. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, also had some really beautiful guitar on We Love You. So again, yeah, I never really got a good groove with this album at all. The, the album starts out and it's game over. And it's this weird kind of you don't know what you're getting into. And then all of a yeah. sudden it, it starts going Avenge Sevenfold. And it does the whole, there's that as it may part, the as it may, as it may, mm-hmm. as it. And I'm like fucking, oh, what the hell? Like this might be legit. There's there's a lot of really, really serious shredding, massive guitar shredding, but then they get to like, we love you. And I, I get what they're trying to do. <laughs> I actually really like the lyrical concept. They're so fucking bad at it. <laughs> they're so bad at it. Do you remember being a little kid? And being on a bike and going downhill, your handlebars start to shake (laughs) and you know that it's going to fucking, it's going to go. You are about to beef it harder than you've ever beefed it. That's (laughs) this album to me. This album is trying so fucking hard to be some sort of kind of what, speaking to what Jimmy was talking about, Jimmy, kind of speaking (laughs) to what evil was talking about. I'm apparently I'm drunk. It's trying to do these musical theory things. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But they don't know musical theory. It's a little on the nose. So it's like, uh, well, let's just go to a G chord here. You don't understand. Musical theory is to appease the brain. You are just fucking confusing me. And it ends up being this shitty panic at the disco, (laughs) which is already shitty. So it's like fucking, it's Rob Zombie meets Muse, which should be so good on paper, but it's not. I thought this album fucking sucked <laughs> yeah, i really did i thought it fucking sucked and that's how i feel about this album thank you thank you for validating um, my I, instinct i have just a quick question yes ma'am so i wrote down the track listing eight nine ten eight is g nine is ordinary with o in the parentheticals oh god ten is is that what your death it spells like what are they doing with that yeah. nobody knows or cares. i just noticed that nobody knows or cares. okay i mean i think I, I i noticed that too i'm sure it's something you can tell that they were trying to do some sort of concept album with this right mm-hmm. evil it it's very spinal tap <gasps> i love that this album goes to 11 <laughs> <laughs> You have so many good takes tonight. <laughs> good hire. Uh, best song and thumbs. Uh, Mattel, best song, I guess. <laughs> Give it a thumb um, down. One down. Give it one down if, for posterity. <laughs> for posterity. <laughs> Rachel, what, what about I you? I love this album. I said, we love you for thumbs. I don't think it should. I think it should have negative thumbs. I'll give it one thumb down. Maybe they're 
good in other ways. I said the best song is Game Over. I think there's a, so much potential in that song that was squandered. I'm giving it, I am also giving it only one thumb down because I do think condescend, not condescending, it's a uh, patronizing thumb down because I do <laughs> think they put a shit ton of effort yeah, into I do this. too. Yeah, I think yeah. they really tried. They got huge. And now they're like, what do we fucking do with our hands? And they make this <laughs> album, you know? <laughs> Let's go to album number nine, two left, and we done, bro. Let's go to The Extreme and their album six. Rachel, kick us off. Extreme, six. This is their sixth studio album, ninth of June. Oh, weird. I don't know where they got the title. That That makes zero sense. sense. Idiots. Released the 9th of June, 2023. This is their first album in 15 years. My knowledge of Extreme was more than words. You're in the top percentile because that's everybody's version of Extreme. As is is most people. Maybe wholeheartedly. I listened to this album. I formed my opinion of this album. And then I was like... Rach, let's listen. Let's listen to some more extreme. Let's see what else they've got out there. You're being an asshole. And then I listened to the other stuff, and I was like, "You're not being an asshole." This album was so <laughs> so bad. I hated this album so much. You weren't a big fan of California Girls or oh whatever. Oh my god, the fuck? Beautiful Girls. No, Beautiful I said, Girls. Sorry, Beautiful Girls. I literally wrote, "This is the song they torture people in hell with." It's not all this metal that I think that's like the entrance music into hell. That's what they think you're going to get the whole time. But it's this. It's this fucking album is what they play on repeat in hell. (laughs) It's so bad. Here's to the losers. The losers are the ones that had to listen to this entire fucking album. (laughs) Hashtag rebel. You're 62. Stop. This is none of this is good. There's nothing. There's nothing good on this album. It is horrible. You didn't even like song one that was, that was Silver Song Superman by Stone Temple Pilots is basically what that was. Um, yeah. I Look, here's the thing. This was very safe rock. This was very extreme. And because of that, you get this very 80s eye roll kind of thing. There is cheesy 80s awesomeness. And there is cheesy 80s very bad. Yeah. There's a lot of bad on this album. Mm-hmm. A lot of bad. But here's the thing. Then a guitar solo would happen. That's fair. And then I would say, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nuno fucking Betancourt is part of Extreme. And you hear one of the greatest guitar solos that you're going to hear of the last decade and there are like six of them on this fucking album. Yep. And then you say, oh, that's right. That's why this band is successful. And that's the problem is to, I think, 99% of the population, extreme is more than words. Mm-hmm. But if you are any sort of musical, give a shit about anything, you should not give a fuck about extremes, quote unquote, music. You should be going just to listen to fucking He-Man Woman Hater and just oh. listen to the guitar. And fucking that is that, that is what people are missing about Extreme. Yep. The guitar solo in Rise is enough to make an album 
incomparable. That broke the guitar internet. That solo did. Deservingly. Yeah. Evil, I'm going to let you talk about your favorite guitarist and I don't know, one of you, are they one of your favorite bands? They have always been squarely in fuckeryville. That's, that is, (laughs) that is extreme. They grew up and came up as huge fans of Van Halen, Queen, Boston, Zeppelin, everything, the Beatles, and they tried to be it all. Right. Which you can't do. It becomes a mess at times. However, they have one of the greatest guitar players that has ever lived in their ranks. And so yeah. they built up enough equity with me early on for them. Like that <laughs> That's just what it is. I mean, I'm just calling it as it is. Porno Graffiti is one of the greatest guitar albums ever written. Yep. Nuno has always lived in Eddie Van Halen's shadow to the point to where Extreme like imploded in the mid 90s and he went out he he wanted to be known as a songwriter not just a guitar player but I'm like fuck dude you're like the the best living guitar player right now yeah why just uncork it play fucking guitar like Nuno can that's what all of the fans want I agree with you this is a very safe album like the riffs are they're derivative they can be boring but they're super musical because nuno's playing them and then the solo happens and that's what it's all about it can be the shittiest song put put to fucking tape or put to digital and then the solo kicks in and it's the best solo you've heard in 20 years that's the thing is where this album probably solidified me in thinking that nuno is the best living current guitar player this album also solidified that Gary Sharon might be the worst fucking front man or, or whatever lead vocalist that there is. The, the problem is he's technically good. Like he can actually sing. Okay. And I get that because it, it, you're looking at a band with Nuno. So you just want, you want a boring, straightforward singer, but then just do a Dixie Dregs thing. Just have no vocalist. Just no. have fucking Nuno. Just just listen to Nuno the entire time. Rachel, I'm assuming two thumbs up. <laughs> Let's just go with one thumb down because I'm being nice. Beautiful girls. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's go with that. I feel like it's the most useful song. The, the most useful, useful song. Yeah. I think the best song is Rise. And like I said, this is all based on guitar. And that's the thing is I am giving this album two thumbs up, but I am telling you all that this album is stupid. (laughs) You still, as a music lover, you have Uh, to listen to it. I have, I'm like, I think contractually obligated to give it two thumbs up. I think you are. Ew. I think it's true. But no, it's true. It, and I'm going to go with Rise just because the solo. But there's other solos on here that are fucking amazing. Let's get to our last album of the night. We have Take Me Back to Eden by Sleep Token. Massively successful band this year. They have been one of the darlings of social media. Really well marketed, word of mouth, a lot of posts, a lot of shit like that. They have the gimmick going on that certain other bands have in the past of upon first gaze, you don't know who it is. And there's they're all wearing costumes. And it's it's like Ghost before people knew who Ghost was or, or that sort of thing. Sleep Token... You know those Grammy performances? This year, it's 
Papa Emeritus featuring Color Me Bad and with the backing <laughs> band of Imagine Dragons. Like, that's that's what this is to me. I had seen so much about this album and then turned it on. I can see desperate people calling this perfect circle like. To me, this is so fucking bad. I fucking hated this. And I tried to listen to it multiple times. I really did. I tried, <laughs> but it is, it is this, I respect a group that's trying to do an R&B meets Imagine Dragons meets heavy metal. But you know what? Some things don't fucking work. It's trying to be perfect circle and then it ends up being breaking Benjamin. It's fucking stupid. Wow. There's good musician work. Aqua Regia or whatever has amazing piano. There are multiple songs with fantastic drums, like the summoning and the apparition. But then you also have one of the dumbest parts I've ever heard in a song in the summoning, the end of the summoning. And it's even dumber if you watch him doing live. The last thing I said is it's like Pharrell dressed up as Papa Emeritus. D-Y-W-T-Y-L-M is a terrible fucking song. This, This album sucks. This sucks. Uh, Evil, uh, what about you? I listened to, to some of this album earlier this year. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I fucking hate this. It's everything about metal that I hate. When I sat down to listen to it this time, it actually grew on me. God damn it. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know what changed, but it fucking grew on me. It's a two thumbs up album for me. I think it's... and I, what? I would not have said that a month ago. I would have I would have been exactly where you're at. What is it? What is it? What is it? I don't it I think I Okay, I listened to it and was like this is some bullshit and then set it aside. Listen to all this other bullshit for this episode and then listen to it again and I'm like this isn't that <laughs> it's bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is actually good and I just needed more time with it. Me and Jimmy are best friends <laughs> and you suck, David. <laughs> Um, this album was awesome. There was so much of it that I really loved. The vocals were great. There were a bunch of songs that just felt like they could fit in so many different genres that they could just be for everyone. Metal, there was screaming, there was some Chevelle-esque drums that I really appreciated kind of towards the middle there. There was some... R&B auto-tuning on there. Uh, yeah. There was some great piano. There was great there was piano. A, there was a lot going on there, and I really enjoyed it. Also, Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Do you like Imagine Dragons? They're, no. they're fine. I think that their sound hasn't really changed. Every song sounds like the same song, but... I mean, if you... Like, you guys both love this. And honestly, there are a lot of people that ended up liking this that surprised me that were kind of hipsters. I just... I don't get it. I get a people of a genre that would enjoy this, but I really did not fucking like this album at all. That's fine. I gave it... Surprisingly, who would have thought... This is the only uh, album I gave two thumbs down on this. You piece of shit. Whoa. It's really bad. And my <laughs> I thought the best song was Vore. I think the there are themes on this album that are great. And like I said, there's musicianship that's fantastic on this. I think the themes in Vore are great. Evil, what about you? I give it two thumbs up. Uh Vore is a great track that was in the running for me but I'm gonna go I know you don't like the summoning because of the end but that guitar (laughs) breakdown that they do is so fucking awesome that was what got the it's hooks in me 
And then I'm like, okay, I got to listen to this whole thing again. Wow. Rachel? Apparition. Sorry. Uh, Apparition for my favorite (laughs) song. Everything's very blurry on my screen right now. There was a lot going on in that song that I was into. As far as my thumbs, if I had more thumbs, I would add them to negate your negative thumbs. But two thumbs up. You guys are just cray cray, man. You are. (laughs) All of our thumbs are up and yours are down. They are way down. That is all 10 albums, everybody. We fucking did it. Let's... Oh, Let's figure Mark. out who won and who lost, huh? Finally, I can just fucking listen to the Unearth album more. You can't. You have a whole month. Was that basically. your favorite uh, evil? To, to, we'll start with evil <laughs> because we just don't know. Evil, what was your favorite album out of all of them? Uh, I know I've talked about Unearth a lot, but actually, it was Unearth. <laughs> of course, <laughs> no it was Unearth. Kidding. <laughs> yeah, you owe, you owe a couple drinks for that. All one. the drinks. Rachel, what? Was your highest rated? I picked Sleep Token. Again, I thought it was going to be Jason Aspel, but it was dope as shit. You owe drinks. So far, everybody has picked correctly. Correct. Because we both picked you for Sleep Token, and uh, yeah, you know know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, You, on the other hand. Me, on the other hand, it was between a couple... Queens of the Stone. You both picked both Queens, Queens of the Stone Age. So if it's Queens of the Stone Age, we are so far at a perfect circle here. I did correct, pick though. Jason Isbell. Motherfucker. I shouldn't have changed my answer. And honestly, my second, which Evil Will Love is The National. I thought this was night and day better than the last one. Oh. Uh, there are a lot of albums on this that I really fucking love. Same. Yeah. As much as I kind of shit on some of the music because of Reasons. essentially because of the genre. Yeah, I think this was way We can't be live, David. <laughs> way better, right? Yeah, way better than the last batch. As far as highest rated album, Evil Evil bet on himself and picked Unearth. Rachel bet on herself and bet sleep token. DL bet on nobody and lost and picked extreme. <laughs> you uh, idiot. <laughs> Did you listen to that album? It's so good. It's so bad. I, I didn't I didn't think it's that so Rachel silly. would dare to give it a bad rating because she knew that Evil loves extreme and she <sighs> wants to be his friend not. so fucking bad. She's I all in all of her chips are on black with metal. So there's no room for <laughs> red with extreme. Yeah. The winner was actually a three-way tie. between Jason Isbell, Queens of the Stone Age, and Unearth. Okay. So Evil is the only one that picked one of the winners. Aw, I'm so happy. (laughs) Happy for you. Lowest rating. I picked The National. Evil picked The National. Rachel picked Smashing Pumpkins. Lowest rated was, and I don't know how the fuck I missed this, or any of you actually for that matter, after we talked about it, Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. Uh, I guess I thought Evil would like it more. I was wondering if you guys would would think that it was like some sort of stroke of brilliance by those guys. Definitely not. There was a risk of that. There was a risk <laughs> of that. Yeah, but no, I mean, that it has a lot of buzz for, oh, they're genius. They used a vocoder. I'm like, Jesus Christ, have you listened to Cynic <laughs> for the last 30 years? Yeah, I mean, no, come on. That, that was bad. That was really... <laughs> it's kind of a mess. <laughs> hey, everybody, that's it. Write us. Tell us what you hated that we talked about. Tell us what you loved. Tell us what you disagreed. Tell us why we're idiots. Tell us why we're geniuses. We were p- predominantly positive on this yeah. one. I think we liked a lot of There's the a lot stuff, of good stuff in this yeah i had a blast I had, I had a lot of fun on this one you guys Aww. thanks buddy 
versecoursefirst.com at versecoursefirstpod. Join us next week. Hey, all three of us, we're right back here Yay. breaking down some songs for you. We have exactly break it down part three. Rachel's gonna sober up, and we'll be back for that. Everybody, thank you so much. Keep in touch because I'm telling you, we are getting prepped already for season four, and it's gonna be fucking wild. And it's gonna be off the hook. It's gonna be off. It's going to be crazy. (laughs) Rachel, I really like it when you drink this amount. It makes the episodes better. Thank you for joining. Thanks for using your mic this time too. Fuck off. Join us next week. Join us forever. Good night and good luck. Join us forever. forever. That's ominous. Forever. <laughs> oh, I, oh.